All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future and even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org chosen. This upcoming podcast is rated M for mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcasts oh my god we had like a whole week off and uh we're back with a vengeance we have uh kyle we have felicia and we have our special guest b Millsabub, who is joining us this week i apologize in advance i'm doing this ahead of time because i am completely out of editing time for this week so i, I spent all the other time making this stuff sound good in the show don't have a lot for you guys at the front end here Meant to get to a lot more topics, meant to bring up a lot more stuff, but we still had a one hell of an episode. I'm looking at the uncut episode, and it's over two and a half hours long, or about two and a half hours long. That's that's a lot of content to record in one night. But anyway, uh, I don't want to keep you guys on the hook for very long. I'm going to go ahead and move over to the first segment, because, goddammit, I need to get this published, and I thank you very much for putting up with my stuff. I would have had more time this evening... But, you know, family drama, that's always fun, especially around Thanksgiving and holidays and stuff. So anyway, without any further ado, here is your first little bit of a break. And then uh, first clip. Be right back. Hi, I'm God. And I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, right, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Luce. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. You just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. You. Out. Fuck off, buddy. I was here first. Get the hell out of here now. You get out of here, fella. I'm trying to watch the Smurfs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're trying to watch the Smurfs? Yeah. Did you see the one where Papa Smurf took a crutch and smashed the shit out of a guy with a red hat? Did you see that one? You want to see that one? This news item comes to us from a listener by the name of Grant. I'm not going to give last names because 
I think it's better that way. Um, Former megachurch pastor and evangelical author Joshua Harris said in a recent interview that he believes that some of the massive support Donald Trump has uh, received uh, from the evangelical community has been incredibly damaging to the gospel and to the church, which is completely opposite of what I've heard from most Christians out there. Uh, most of these, uh, most of these Christ believers and the, the ones that are like yeah, the Paula white supporters, the, uh, I can't think of anybody else. The, um, Richard Copeland, all these other guys, they seem to think that, you know, coming behind Donald Trump is like the best thing you could do for your church. So Harris, uh, said that an influential, uh, influential, sorry, evangelical teacher and writer during the late 1990s and up until he announced that he'd abandoned his faith earlier this year. Oh, so that's where the impetus in this comes from, is that he abandoned his faith. Okay. Added that having a leader like Trump, I think, is itself part of the indictment of Christians. So, evangelicals, as we all know here, have been the staunch supporters of Trump since his 2016 election, uh, with his job approval higher than average among white evangelical Christians throughout three years of his presidency. According to the Pew Research Center, uh, in a poll earlier this fall conducted by the Public Religions Research Institute, totally legit organization there, it sounds like, yeah. uh, about 77% of evangelicals approve of the president's job performance. Okay. That's kind of weird. I don't think they actually are informed on the president's job performance. Like... I have this working hypothesis. It's not fully fleshed out yet. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of these people are. They're authoritarians. On... <laughs> they are. They are authoritarians. Um, but they've also been conditioned to be authoritarian. They have because there there's a hierarchy in everything that they do. Yes. Everything we have been taught to understand and follow falls within a hierarchy right like uh your boss outranks you and you have to do what they say uh the the ceo is the forerunner of your company the and ceo everything. is god of your company you know more like a king really yeah okay i'm, I'm i'll agree with you there yeah more like a king and then we are just feudal serfs and and it, it it does follow these things, and so I'm under the belief that, and again, working hypothesis, not super worked out yet, that if we could materially affect the lives of these people, we could change their minds more effectively, and. I do have evidence for this one. Uh, FDR and the, the New Deal, right? Mm -hmm. It actually changed, like, whole swaths of the country to leftist politics. Oh, you mean the president that actually deserved his memorial? Got yeah. It. Okay, cool. Yeah. So leftist politics are actually more popular amongst people. Uh, things like workplace democracy actually sounds really reasonable to people once they understand it in a small scale. Like, um, like if you talk to somebody, you're like, your manager is bullshit. And they're like, yeah, my manager is bullshit. Like, everyone knows most of your managers are bullshit. You could do your job without a manager. 
But the manager is there to penny pinch. Your manager is there to consolidate labor and to basically be the middleman between you and the profit maker. And and once you explain that to people, most people kind of start getting it. They're like, yeah, that actually makes total sense. I think these people are unreachable because they are so ingrained in the hierarchy. I'm willing to agree with you on that one. So to get back to this guy's um, argument that he has here, it says, uh, but Harris told Axios's Mike Allen that he concerned, he was concerned about the end result of the church becoming quote, identified with president Trump. He says, I don't think it's going to end well. He said, and I think, you know, you look back on the Old Testament and the relationship between the prophets and the really bad leaders and kings, and oftentimes it was, Felicia, you're talking about like leaders and kings there. It's not something you unwind because it's, it's actually in the scriptures presented as God's judgment on the false religion of the day, Harris said. And then Alan asks, uh, you think it's Christians today who are embracing President Trump are due for a judgment? And then Harris responded, I think it is the judgment. I think it's part of the judgment. And the interviewer wants to know what he means by that. And he says, to have a leader like Trump, I think is in itself part of the indictment. That this is the leader you want and maybe deserve. That represents a lot of who you are. Hmm. So Harris, who served as the senior pastor at the Covenant Life Megachurch in Gaithersburg, Maryland, for more than a decade before resigning his post in 2015 amid controversy over the church's handling of a child sexual abuse scandal, fuck you for eternity on that point, mm. uh, rose to prominence shortly after the 1997 publication of I Kissed Dating Goodbye at Age 21. That guy. Yeah. The book was once highly influential to inv- evangelical youth group teaching. Despite the book's huge success in the 90s, Harris raised eyebrows last year by saying that he no longer agreed with the central idea that dating should be avoided after re-evaluating the book. Hmm. Never mind taking the book off the press. No, that's okay. Just go ahead and keep printing it. I, I don't agree with the message anymore, but go ahead and push it out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I have a lot money. of issues with this guy. Yeah. Gotta make that money. Uh, there are other weaknesses, too. In an effort to set a high standard, the book emphasized practices, not dating, not kissing before marriage, and concepts such as giving your heart away that are not in the Bible. In trying to warn people of the potential pitfalls of dating, it instilled fear for some fear, uh, it instilled fear for some fear of making the mistakes of having their heart broken. No, this was, uh, this was absolutely a misogynistic way to control women. I'm so I know that he might disagree that he was focusing on dating regardless of gender, but honestly, it all comes down to a patriarchal patriarchal control of women. It yep. was about controlling women and their sexuality and their dating. It was about basically enforcing an arranged marriage without it being arranged. It was it was essentially just chastity. So, and you'll if you look at any culture that is matriarchal, they don't in, they don't engage in chastity. Weird, I, I know. I might engage in chastity, but that's for reasons totally outside of <laughs> I mean, whether you wear a cock cage or not, that's not in my business or not. You know? <laughs> 
Don't kink shame me, X. <laughs> no, no, I'm honestly not. I mean, whatever I'll, gets I'll, you I'll off, that daddy. And you don't, you don't need to correct. It's fine. You can just. It's cool. I, I know it gets me off. Whatever gets you off, that's cool. Uh, Felicia, what was the T-shirt thing that I sent you earlier tonight? Where. Oh, being sex positive positive doesn't mean I need to know what your boner is doing at all times. (laughs) And that goes to everybody in our audience right now. It's like, Uh and we are going to make shirts and I'm working on them where it says in Japanese, no, I will not sit on your face. I'm not sitting on your face. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't understand how it's mainly because I'm not an evangelical and never was a member of that kind of church that it it's plain to me that that's going to damage your brand by having Trump being the the god emperor of your country. Yeah, it just it um it falls under authoritarianism, right? Yeah, I mean exactly. I mean, but if you're a fan of the Bible, you're already a fan of authoritarianism. So Yeah. Well, cool. I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't have it. Much well, this is why this is why I think atheists need to further align themselves with leftist politics because atheists in general are opposed to hierarchy when suited to them. But I mean, most atheists I've ever met where they're always saying, "I don't need you to tell me what to do. I'm an adult. Don't tell me what the fuck to do." Right. Yeah. So I think that uh, well. What, whatever uh, falls into your religious sphere and your, you know, job sphere kind of thing over here should also fall into your political sphere right here. Yeah. Don't fucking tell me what to do. Yeah, know? it's almost like anyway. it's almost like atheists are in, uh, invested in the concept of consent and freedom. Almost like we're constantly involved in those things. And imagine that. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, classic Marxism is an atheistic ideology. And oh, oh, no, I use that word ideology. I was scared. Don't you find it funny, Felicia, that everybody thinks that the Communist Manifesto is like this really fucking long book? It's like a pamphlet. (laughs) It's a pamphlet. It's tiny. Um, and, And the Communist Manifesto doesn't actually prescribe communism. It was later philosophers that actually developed the concepts of communism. Um, And many of them later than Lenin and Stalin. And I'm not a fucking tanky. I'm not here to defend Stalin. No, no, no. Never have it on the show. (laughs) But, But I think that a lot of atheists need to start looking inside themselves and understanding that they reject the hierarchy that is religion, that is the abusive power of religion, and their opposition is the hierarchy. And I think atheism and leftism are really intertwined concepts. But, but it's it's atheism made political. Instead right. of instead of us saying it's a faith belief put into the political sphere instead of it being a faith you know exactly so and if we reject it if we reject it for an afterlife if we we reject it for a moral hierarchy why do we not reject it as a lived experience i agree so i mean i i get what this guy's trying to say but he could do it a little bit better he needs a lot of work is all i'm saying 
Well, I mean, okay, so let, let's take it from a perspective of someone who was a Republican much more recently than either of you. Donald no, I, Trump, I'd love to have this conversation. Donald yeah. Trump is exactly the reason I was pushed out of the Republican Party. I left because of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, it, why, mine why? was Bush Jr. I mean, but I mean, no, I mean, I'm just curious. Yeah, okay. What I, was it about Trump that pushed you out of Republicanism? And then uh, what did, did, were you pushed <laughs> left? Do you want the top five? Or? <laughs> I, I don't uh, know. I, I want I want your honest emotional I mean, experience. Okay, so honestly, I think first and foremost, the thing that really turned me off about Trump was his constant bragging about uh, sexually violating women. Oh, grab by the pussy. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, grabbing by the pussy was the really big thing that pushed me away. But, you know, the more I listened to what he was saying, the more I realized I was right and that he's an awful human being. Probably the single worst excuse for a human on the face of the planet. I don't know how anybody that hasn't been paying attention since, like, the mid-80s didn't know that Donald Trump was a shitty human being. Like, I... <laughs> I have a bigger question. Okay. What does freedom mean to you? Like to me or Yeah. That's that's a whole nother video. <laughs> it really I mean, it is. is. Okay. Do we want to make this a whole video? Well, let me let, let's finish off here by saying that okay. the evangelical guy Yeah, what what the, what did you think was going to fucking happen? You guys elect some sort of person that is the god emperor of America as Donald Trump. And all of a sudden, your attendance starts to disappear. Gee, I, I wonder fucking why, because maybe most of America doesn't like this asshole and he lost the popular election by three million votes. That yep. might have something to do with it. And I love how everybody's talking about how uh, the the uh, the impeachment is going to overturn the results of the election. It's, it's not. You mean the election that he lost, right? I mean, that's... yeah, the election he lost, first of all. Second of all, uh. <laughs> Yeah, if he is un if if he is committing crimes in the office, that's what impeachment is for. Yes, it does overturn the election. That's what go. it's for. Right. <sighs> anyway, come check us uh check us out later this week for finding out what uh, what freedom means to other people. <laughs> we'll find that out here soon. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. What if my legendary acting ability didn't rise from the grave with me? I'd better test it with a dramatic... Is he alright? Pause! We got into a little bit of an uh, interesting topic on a video that we did recently where we were talking about Donald Trump and evangelicals and everything. And we wanted to talk about what freedom meant for other people. Yeah. Primarily, we have B Mills up here, who's our special guest. Yeah. Uh, I honestly am having a hard time connecting the synapses here to, to d defending what freedom means to me. So, I mean, Felicia, let, let's start it off. What under. Everybody knows you're the commie lefty of the show. Got it. 
We are we're already yeah, there. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm a oh, hyper Marxist. What is what does freedom mean to you? And maybe okay. we we can build our foothold on that. So uh, I want to start by addressing something that I was accused of being a hyper Marxist. Well, I do like a lot of Marxist thinking. I don't agree entirely. Uh, I kind of take a postmodern idea that not all of these things are- (gasps) Postmodernism. That's of the devil. (laughs) I know, how dare I? But like that that these things are not, like I don't don't see capital T truth. I, um, the, the Marxism kind of focuses in a modernist philosophical place, and there's a lot of places you can go learn about this one, where it is a grand story between like, the bourgeoisie and the proletariat and and well there's i think there's a lot of truth there i don't think that's the entire picture um, can i can i bring up real quick the fact that we name systems after people and i fucking hate that because karl it's marx a system that would exist outside of them existing you know yeah, well Car- karl marx wasn't even like the first person to come up no with no no no, no. And, and that's what fucks me up is that the fact that we have a system of politics based after the guy's name here. It's like, that that's one of the natural ways of having things done as a society. I mean, uh, yeah. Anyway, actually, I, I diverged. So, so. Engels, uh, who was, uh, who co-wrote the communist manifesto with Karl Marx, actually cited native American societies as an example of communism. He called it primitive communism because, of course, there had to be some racism in there. But, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, because you know, those indigenous people, they have to be just, you know, underneath us. Actually, there. they were inspired by non white peoples in their way of existing. And they, they acknowledge them as not necessary, like, that capitalism is not a necessary function of society, which I think is uh, interesting that we don't. I think people are just so conditioned to believe that money and capital are so normal that they must be the inevitable result of society. But that's actually not true. Hey, folks, just like gender, it's a fucking construct. It's a construct. And it's a construct that is unnecessary. And the thing is that there's been many, many, many societies, several of which still exist today, that don't have money, that don't have hierarchy. They, they exist now. And we don't necessarily need these things. So when I talk about freedom, what I talk about is the individual self, ability to explore their personal desires and curiosities for their life there is going to be a social contract no matter what but when i talk about freedom i talk about your ability to travel i talk about your ability to learn i talk about your ability to have access to food and home and connection regardless of status so when I say expanding freedom, I mean it in the fullest self of the individual, however they would explore that thing. I'm curious as to one who has been a recent conservative, what they mean by freedom. 
And I don't mean this in a judgy way. I really want to understand. And before we get there, I want to consider, I want people to think of this this way. Capitalism and the fact that we have a fiat currency and we have this, I could go into fucking details about this for like the next hour or so, and I'm not going to do so. It's socialism with fucking training wheels. Because the fact that you need this money that doesn't actually mean anything to trade for the goods that you have to do the thing that you would normally do anyway. Right. It seems like we are doing it this way as in, it's not even baby steps because this is the way it's been done for fucking so goddamn long in this country. And it's not as long as humans have existed. No, 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 no. But before we set up the, the, the feudal system, how about that? Let's put Mm -hmm. it that way. Uh, it's one of those things where we didn't, we don't need to live underneath the oppression that we live underneath right now. We, we don't have to have the boots under on our necks like every fucking day that we normally do in this country. Mm-hmm. We could be a lot more free. However, we choose to, we're, con- we're continually electing people that are not living us live underneath that freedom. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to B-Mills above who we are putting on the spot here. Yeah. To talk about how he was previously conservative, and in the age of Trump, he decided to not be as much anymore. So, go and I ahead. Understand? There, yeah, I want to. I want to explore the concept of freedom. All right. Well, I'm I'm way more than happy to do that. Um. So, okay, I was a W Junior Republican. Um, and I, I attribute almost all of my conservatism to the Catholic Church, because until I left, I mean, technically, somewhere in the ballpark of a little less than several years after I left, the religion of Catholicism, I was a conservative. Well, since I left Catholicism, I started moving closer and closer to the left, and I kind of did that bridging the gap Thing between the two ideologies of conservative and liberal by going into libertarianism and my form of libertarianism liber can't speak English. No, you're fine. Libertarianism. Libertarianism. Are, are we talking little L or big L libertarianism? What we're talking about. As in pretty much everything with me little l um okay so we're talking conservatism with weed <laughs> yeah i don't mean it i don't mean a whole lot yeah. of social libertarianism let gay people marry i don't give a fuck it's a human right um it, so were you anarcho-capitalist that's probably a fair assessment of what i was no. um I'm glad to see you evolve from ANCAP, though. Thank you so much for not <laughs> staying there for too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, when, when Trump came around, like, for the 2016 primaries, you know, I'm a literal thought I had was I'm excited to see the Republican field. <laughs> you know, because fuck the Wait, Democrats, wait. Right? During that election in 2016, you had a fucking clown car. Like it was yeah. like Ted Cruz was the front runner against Trump. Yeah. 
It, it was uh, Jesus Christ. Actually, the largest Republican field, if I'm remembering correctly. Of oh yeah, until Democrats fucking life. showed them up at this, um, this election field. But yeah, I, I want to let you know that the 2016 election led me into alcoholism. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God! Okay, but, uh, so yeah, so so I'm I'm looking at this current field and. I'm seeing the bombastic, bigoted bullshit, which honestly is my personal favorite, almost onomatopoeia of the Republican Party coming from Donald Trump. And, you know, I'm looking at all of these people that I consider extremely far right now, but, you know, by comparison, middle of the road when you look at Trump versus them in the way they speak. Are you Uh, familiar with the Overton window? I am very, now I am very familiar. Yeah, because I after Donald Trump pushed me out, I started actually paying attention to the Young Turks and Kyle Kalinske and they exposed me to the Overton window and made me realize that American is so fantastically far to the right on the Overton window. We roughly match Saudi Arabia, yeah. which is not a good thing. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a news item this week about that, but I'm going to let that one pass. Uh, <laughs> so this gets back, this gets back to um, what do you understand as explorations and freedom? Well, I mean, it kind of depends maybe on how you uh, define exploration. But, I mean, if you're talking about my dream model of freedom, it's extraordinarily close to where you're at, Felicia. (laughs) Um, But when I'm forced to take a pragmatist, this is the world as it is right now, it's unfortunately way to the right of where you are. Okay, I want to hear about this. Yeah, and and it's only because I'm forced by reality to be this way. I would love to be like everyone that says, go for a whole loaf on the left rather than, you know, a half loaf, which is what Obama did at his absolute best. Now, I don't mean to interrupt here, but Beemilzebub, you're talking about how Go fucking whole hog here. I mean, there's no sense in pussyfooting around the fact that, it, like, I, I understand what you're saying here is that, oh, we're, we're doing baby steps here. You you came yeah. from being a conservative to a less conservative ANCAP. I mean, you go back ANCAP two years to, on the show, and I'll say, uh, it might be more than two, uh, two and a half years, and I'll say, like, oh, I support capitalism. I, yeah, like, uh, we, we. I support capitalism in the fact that I'm not allowed to say otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm the (laughs) anarcho here. She's the lead balloon here for uh, Kyle and I to get ourselves out there. (laughs) But no, um, the thing is, uh, I, I can understand to a certain extent that imagining a world that exists beyond money beyond class is um scary difficult and scary and like 
something somebody came up to me today was like, um, oh, I'll get a bunch of guys together and we're going to go like, so let's say you have a bunch of eggs and I'm going to get a bunch of boys together and we're going to go say we want some of those eggs and for protection. The thing is that for thousands and thousands of years, humanity existed without those kinds of bullying techniques. We defeated these hierarchies before. There's no reason we can't do it again. I the just want some eggs. Yeah. Like, the thing is, um, the average person doesn't exist on bullying. The average person doesn't exist on the nastiness. Now, you can elevate those things and you can make them real, but in a system that doesn't allow for hierarchy, it just doesn't allow for it. Like, okay, you're a selfish now, person. I'm, I'm very happy that Trump brought you out of this. Oh, he didn't bring me out. He kicked me as hard as he could. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me running to the other side because of just how absurdly wrong he was. So, And I, most people that are going to be seeing this at home, uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I apologize, but over Beelzebub's left shoulder, there's a flag with dog tags on it. So you served this country. Uh, you had the flag flown over the Capitol at a certain point, and they brought it down, and they gave you a Gave you the flag, and they gave you. They the flag didn't give me the pre the goddamn not flag flag. flag. Got it. They, they gave me the. They didn't give me the flag. They gave my grandmother the flag because my grandfather. Oh, okay. I thought that was your flag. Sorry. Yeah, my grandfather's. Yeah, no. This I'm not taking it in front here at all. My <laughs> grandfather served in the European theater during World War Two. Okay. I'm not sure what the job title is, but he actually was stationed on what equates to being a dinghy um, going from ship to ship repairing them during the war. So that's what he did. So the flag was given to my grandmother when he died, thankfully of natural causes at a very, very old age. That's good. Um, so, I mean... And unfortunately, unfortunately, with the way things are nowadays, and Felicia can attest to this as well, is that there is a lot of commander in chief worship that goes on, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to folks that are in the military. They feel like they have to they have to glom on to whatever the senior chief of the executive office that is there right now. And it was less so under Obama. It was much more so underneath Trump and underneath uh, Bush. For some reason, we all know the reason behind it. I, I, I'm I'm being nice here. I'm not going to like talk shit on people. But the fact my is, my cat just that... moved my pop mic or my pop filter. <laughs> Fucking cats. <laughs> so I mean, we I I think we haven't even begun to scratch like what is freedom to other people, but this has been a very fascinating discussion that we've had already. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I would I would like to explore this further in different Damn. discussions. Yeah, we need to have more discussions about this stuff because uh, my idea of Felicia, what's your idea of freedom? If you can if you can put it into like two or three sentences, what would it be for you? Uh, that the individual is not concerned about their survival and that they are able to explore 
their personal ideal of life. Now, and I see nothing wrong with any of that. I, I would agree with you there. My my idea of freedom is be me being allowed to do whatever the fuck I want to do as long as it's not infringing on the rights of others. Right. Or harming others. You know, Similar, that, yeah. Yeah. And so B Mills above, do you have anything you could you could sum it up in like two sentences there? Not really. I mean, I, when, <laughs> no, when at least you're to, honest. At least you're comes, honest. <laughs> when it comes to what I desire, it actually stands extraordinarily closely in line with what Alicia wants. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not quite. Do you think Felicia's idea of freedom is too pragmatist? And I don't you, think Felicia you're more of a realist. I mean, I'm just wondering what the yeah. what the, the the disconnect is here. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's too. I don't know if I even want to say pragmatic because idealistic. I, is it yes. too pie in the sky idealistic. for I you think to it's too idealistic? And ah, I, I live, you see, I, though. But the yeah. thing is, Felicia is aiming low. She's not aiming high for, like, freedoms. She's aiming at the very, like, oh, base level. When you look at the Overton window, which was brought up earlier. Right. Yeah, Felicia exists in a pretty low-hanging area. But, I mean, we live in America, so I'm kind of <laughs> stuck on the ground. America. See, but that's, you know. that's my issue. That's my exact issue, is that people believe that the only thing that is capable of it being achieved is within a social norm, whereas things change all the time. Things can be changed all the time. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm probably going to extend the video a little longer than you kind of want to, X, but <laughs> I mean, it, you know I, me so well. I will totally... <laughs> fight for you know what Felicia's after because it's what I'm after too but I mean when it comes to what I want versus what I can get I'll fight tooth and nail to get what I want but as soon as I realize the fight has been pushed as far as I can realistically get it I'll take what I can get in place of what I want I think you're selling yourself short there though. yeah I, I think, think I am too yeah, but I, and I think and I to to put it out to a larger audience, not so much us three here. I think a lot of people are selling themselves short about what we can reach as Americans, what we can reach as people that want freedom in this country. Mm -hmm. yeah. We could have a lot more than we're given right now. There's no reason for our military department to have seven hundred and sixty billion dollars of our fucking tax income. There's yeah. no reason for that. I mean. We are they, not facing an an enemy invader that's going to be spending at least the same amount of money as we are. You add up the number of countries that yeah. spend as much as we are on our in our sorry our defense, and you have like seventeen or eighteen other countries that have to be combined, including yeah. our our topmost enemy, which is Russia. Which for some reason they need us. Yeah, they need oh. us. Look, guys, Ru Russia, Russia fucks around in elections. They fuck around in politics. They are not a military might to be worried about. They have nuclear weapons. Who the fuck doesn't have nuclear weapons at this point? Yeah. They, they have need a us. lot more, but honestly, we don't I need that. Forces me to the right when you look at it politically is the electoral college. I think that's honestly what does it. But that's just functioning within a system. See, the thing is that. 
you seem to be functioning within uh, an idea that we cannot function without the system that we currently exist in, where we can. Well, absolutely. I'd rather not function in the system. Right. We can break the system and create a new system. That is absolutely an option open to us, is that we can actually own the means of our own production and that we can actually form a system based around human need rather than profit. But it's scary to get there. And that's the problem. It's a with lot of work. Yeah. And it's, and I mean, it's I, scary. I it's a different thing. scary because it's what I want, ultimately. Right. You know, so, so I'm standing right there with Felicia, but... But then take a the stance. ...existing system in power. But why, why side no. with them? What, what, Here, here's what the does, thing. What does siding with them... Oh, I, need, I need to say this. That, that's what, what I was does, saying. I was going to go with you, Felicia, is that you're siding with the people that are within power right now saying that there's no easy way for us to get to the point that there is of the place where we want to be. But it's just a matter of changing your perspective, your praxis here where you're like saying, hey, wait, why the fuck am I thinking on the same terms as these people? Mm-hmm. You're thinking on the same terms as the people that defend billionaires, the people that keep billionaires in power. The people that think that might makes right, especially when it comes to money, when you can go just like, wait, I'm just going to shed all of that and be like, no, fuck you. This is the way that we're going to go to. Yeah, exactly. We don't need you. We don't need you. You don't need the bullshit. But you know what? And and, and, and I'm going to cut it short because we need to cut this off here because we've gone 22 fucking minutes here. Uh, Is that I am proud of you, of the fact that you have gone beyond what you came from. And you're listening. And you're and listening. You're engaging. And, and you're saying that you are on the same level as everybody else. There is just a lot of work to still be done to rid yourself of that old old thing. And yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of still on the point where I'm being pulled away by forces that I see as beyond my control. And that does, yeah, that does. That, that is the next Overton window same, that you need to work on is that. Is that nothing collectively instead of it just being you? You are not alone here. That's 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 the message I want to send out on the end of this video. You're not alone. Yeah, we're in this together. This is a this is a group. This is a community. Yeah, you need the commune. Otherwise, it doesn't exist. Exactly. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Why is it when something happens, it is always you three? Believe me, Professor, I've been asking myself the same question for six years. Now, I realize that I'm putting this out there only because I get to use the hashtags like Ken Ham 
and answers in Genesis and all that other fun shit that exists out there. And look, guys, this is the way capitalism works. I have to use hashtags and names of people that will get you people to watch our videos in order for you to watch all the other stuff that we have out there. So this comes to us from Dan Phelps, who is the guy who gives us the ARC attendance uh, numbers that we get every month from the ARC encounter. Uh, he he gave some information over to a blog called pandasthumb.org, which uh, is kind of a funny name. Uh, but anyway, the article that he had written up based on the information he gave out said that our colleague Dan Phelps has sent us another puff piece from the Grant County News. Grant County is the county in which the Ark Encounter exists within. Uh, this one by Linda Lawrence features a couple of uh, a couple who have been volunteering for the Ark Park since 2016. Anyway, uh, as Mr. Phelps points out, that this piece of propaganda shows that AIG is bringing in volunteers to do a significant amount of the work. Thus, even fewer jobs are available to local residents. Yeah, if you have people that are willing to work for free, why the fuck would you pay anybody to do those for you? Payroll taxes are not levied on the volunteers, and Kenham continues to laugh all the way to the bank, according to uh, Dan Phelps here. According to the IRS Form 990 for 2016, AIG, Answers in Genesis, had 589 employees and 168 volunteers. In 2017, they had 687 employees and about 154 volunteers. There is no indication of how many of the employees or volunteers were full-time. I do not know how to square uh, these numbers with the claim in the article the ARC Park employs up to 1,200 full-time and part-time seasonal staff members, because you would think that would be listed among their people that work for them. But anyway, uh, according to numbers uh, that November 2018 blog post by Answers in Genesis Kent Ham put out there, Mr. Ham's relatives are not quite as generous as the volunteers. I mean, that's not really fair, because volunteers work for nothing anyway as it is. So anything, whether it be a dollar or a hundred thousand dollars, is not going to be a very um, generous, as the article put it there. So yeah, in 2017, we're, we're family, sorry, also that is looking to benefit off of this kind of fuckery. So yeah, and the reason I bring that up, is, uh, I, I'm bringing this up only because the last paragraph here, which I'm going to get to in a minute, is something that uh, screams out to me. Holy shit, how did you let this happen to yourselves, Grand County? Anyway, so five of his children and their spouses were compensated amounts between approximately $28,000 and $65,000, according to AIG's IRS Form 990 for that year in 2016, which is, I think, before they even started in earnest, you know, having the ARC Park exist. Eight family members were compensated amounts between approximately $10,000 and $70,000. Incidentally, Mr. Phelps also notes in passing that the article makes a remarkable claim that the restaurant uh, Mzara's Kitchen feeds 3,000 people per day during the summer season. In, and in 20, 2011, he reported here that Mike Zovath, which is the guy that is the senior vice president of the Ark Encounter, said that the Ark Encounter will have 60 to 70 acres. I have to talk about the 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 
And thus the edifice falls. Right, exactly, Felicia. Uh, they will have 60 to 70 acres of their 800-acre lot available to developers to either lease or purchase for hotels and restaurants. The Ark Encounter itself is staying out of the hotel and restaurant business, but they're not above letting their land go out to people that want to build uh, restaurants or hotels on their, on their land. So, good job, Kentucky, for allowing Kenham to buy your fucking property for so goddamn cheap that he's now going to sublet it out to other people that are going to build restaurants and hotels on it. I thought that was supposed to benefit the, everybody in Williamsburg, Kentucky, and Grant County, Kentucky. No, we've, we've already told you guys a long time ago. They don't give a fuck who you are. They don't give a fuck that you existed there but long before the Ark Encounter existed, but now that yep. they have their foothold in the door, you're going to get fucked. Yeah, super fucked. So. Shouldn't be a surprise at all. No, but it, for some reason, for a lot of evangelical Christians in this country, it is a surprise whenever they are fucked by the system. Mm. Mm. Yeah, almost like systems inform behavior. And the fact that this guy knew exactly what he was doing when he came to this podunk fucking town and said, I'm going to build a Jesus Ark, you know. Mm. And I'm not going to lie. We're going to give them some money here in the near future. We're we're planning on going out there to visit this mm -hmm. place and seeing exactly what it has to offer. We're going to give them some money. It's going to be patron money. But at the same time, it's like, holy shit. Why the fuck did the rest of you people in this town not figure this out ahead of time? <sighs> because they're built into a system of hierarchy. Because, you know, God needs your tax breaks. <laughs> It sounded like a good idea at the time. I don't know. I, I find it so fucking annoying that free labor and, you know, next to nothing cost of prices when it comes to land for the area that you're developing in here never equates into the fact that, you know, that this wouldn't happen for any other, like, organization, save Amazon, you know. <laughs> I'm sure you guys would be bending over backwards for Amazon to be able to accept there, or a Chick-fil-A. Ohio, Ohio already kind of is <laughs> for Amazon. I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. Why? Why the fuck are you going to trade over parts of your sovereignty as a as a area for money? But I I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm never gonna understand it. So, Felicia, I, you sound like you have something. Uh, just it's just. They are conditioned to a system of hierarchy and a system of religiosity. And to them, the idea that religiosity would bring blessings, whether literal or not, because I'm sure there's a lot of people there who would be like, I didn't think it'd be literal. That's fine. <laughs> um, the thing is that they are conditioned to believe in a system that will enforce the powers that be bringing in good things. And the system kind of fucks that up. And I truly believe that if we materially improve their lives, they would have their minds changed. I think nothing changes minds like your life actually being benefited. 
Like yeah. nothing changes minds like you actually being benefited. Yeah, if people in the Grant County actually started seeing returns from their taxes. You know. Yeah, no, that's the whole thing is like there's a whole world that they imagined in their minds that this would bring in and that that that's why they consented to something like this is that they saw a potential benefit and they may have had and likely had a belief in a supernatural blessing. Or something like this. It sounds to me like the Simpsons episode with monorail. You know, it's like, it's going to fix all your problems, but we're not going to explain to you exactly how it's going to do so, you know? Yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I I, I, I I, like the fact that Dan shared this with us and that all these people are talking about this, but the the really crazy thing is that they're going to develop 60 or 70 acres of their 800 acre land to people that are going to be on religious property. I mean, business property, I guess you would say, but it's not going to change the bottom line of that county at all. Mm. I mean, they'll be able to collect taxes, some taxes, because they gave so many tax benefits to the Ark Encounter and the land that it's developed on. I I just don't understand. I, I get it. I really get it. I just don't understand how most people are like, I'm cool with this. I mean, hierarchies. <laughs> I guess it's about the most we could say there. So Yeah, trust and hope and hierarchies Money. where hierarchies will inherently fail them. We kind of just need to start benefiting their lives. Whether or not they understand it, we just need to start doing that. I agree. Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Oh, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. You saved us. You really are wonderful. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. All right, folks, it is Answers News, and I I am so happy that I spent the time to find this clip and to bring it to everybody here right now, where Georgia Purdom and uh, I don't know who the other two people are, the Canadian girl and this other derp that's not Bodie Hodges, is going to talk to us about SpongeBob. Uh, it'll make sense in a second. I'm going to let it play. Here we go. And this is, again, another one of those when you think you've read every headline you could possibly read, then you read this one. <laughs> SpongeBob is a violent racist colonizer, says University of Washington professor. Well, says their headline that they bring up in the screenshot there that shows Fox News. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, the original article and i'm going to bring it up only because um that's the headline you had from fox news here's the actual paper that existed on project news where it says unsettling spongebob and the legacies of violence on bikini bottom okay so 
the abstract of this says that uh, billions of people around the globe are well, uh, well acquainted with SpongeBob SquarePants and the antics of the title character and his friends on Bikini Bottom. By the same token, there is an absence of public discourse on the whitewashing of violent American military activities through SpongeBob's occupation and reclaiming of the bottom of uh, Bikini Atoll's lagoon. Now, for people that don't understand, Bikini Atoll is where we set off the hydrogen bombs. Okay. So. We forced people off of their islands that they lived on to other settlements in order to test fucking nuclear weapons. We did. The thing is, academia is separate from, like, expectations on personal behavior, right? Right. Uh, so there is a part of academia that takes time to acknowledge the media that we consume and thus understand its context within the current. Now, Holly Barker, like is the, the person who wrote this from the University of Hawaii Press, uh, spent a lot of fucking time writing this paper. It's a collegiate paper. It takes a lot of fucking time mm-hmm. to write this kind of thing. You have to do research. You have to cite your sources. It is an exercise in, dare I say it, futility Mm, when it comes to collegiate levels of, you know, doing thesis papers and everything like that. Anyway, so SpongeBob SquarePants and his friends play a role in normalizing the settler colonial takings of indigenous lands while erasing the ancestral Bikinian people from their non-fictional homeland. I have nothing to argue against here, that the fact that we move people off their islands in order to set off bombs says a lot here. I, this article I, 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 exposes... I don't the paper, so I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I can speak on the paper. Okay, so regardless of the paper, we see the paper here and we're like, Okay, that makes complete sense. I can see where they're coming at here. Coming at this whole discussion here. Got it. I'm good with it. I need I need everyone to understand that just because a paper was written does not mean that you need to stop liking SpongeBob. Like that's not the purpose of the paper. It's not the No, it, it's trying to say like, look, SpongeBob SpongeBob is fun, but let's let's take a second to take a second to realize what bikini bottom means. The context in which it exists. Right. Yeah. So, and it is, might be bullshit. It might be that that's actually valid. There's a lot of academia that is just, I don't know, whinging. Yeah. It, well, exploring. It's exploring ideas, and a lot but that's of that's what academia not... is meant to do. You know, it's meant to explore the things that we are afraid to maybe explore in right. regular life. So. so, it might not be a valid understanding of a further contextual understanding. It right. might also be super relevant. Like, that's, that's the thing, is that we can have these things exist without them being a challenge to your personal joy. So anyway, back to Answers News. We gave you the context in which they're going to make fun of this whole thing, and it came from Fox News, which tells you already that it's wrong. So. I'm going to let it play. Well, duh. I don't, I mean, I have never really watched much SpongeBob, but I mean, that's the vibe I get from the pictures, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, I mean, a sponge I mean, look at him. in a suit. I mean, you know. <laughs> He's not wearing a suit. 
He's wearing shorts and a fucking shirt and a tie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I just when I saw this, I was like, now even SpongeBob's getting political, you know? I mean Everything, oh, Georgia. Oh, everything is political. Yeah, no, everything. Everything. Let, let's look at it this way, right? I mean, okay, shows that are prime at least in modern times, like from the nineties on have yes been written for children but they've also kept adults in mind which is how a lot of jokes slip under the radar of children like especially in rugrats from when i was a little kid you know oh my god what a dirty show (laughs) i'm sorry but there has been a lot of politics that have been able to be to be discerned from this politics (laughs) exists Everything is political. I'm sorry. Everything is political. I know. I know you don't want to believe it is. I know you want to exist in a world where things are not political, but everything exists within politics because that's how human existence works. Sorry, it sucks. I know. I know. And you don't actually have to like do politics for everything you watch. Hey, for but, everybody that might be a right winger watching, I'm reaching out only because they they actually exist. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, everything, literally everything, is identity politics. Mm. Yeah. But you don't have to embrace everything under a political spectrum. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you can disagree. You, <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to. That's the thing. But we wouldn't be where we are as a show unless we disagreed with the mainstream of most of everything. Mm, so, uh-huh. you know, Utah Outcast, double edged sword. You know, we live in Utah and we're Outcast, but eh, eh, whatever. Mm. Uh, let's let the Answers News people continue here. Nobody's exempt, right, from this. And so it, it just amazes me, though, how they can make so much out of absolutely nothing. Yeah. But Bikini Atoll was literally fucking hydrogen bombed. Yeah, numerous. That's not nothing. I mean, that's something. (laughs) Realistically, (laughs) I I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, SpongeBob SquarePants, that show might even be kind of an indictment of that because, I mean, it's kind of a look at how the ecosystem was. Yeah, look how everything is fucked up inside of Bikini Bottom because of the fact that nuclear testing happening. Whatever. I mean, whatever. I mean, that that's really, it's a bunch mm-hmm. to do about nothing. And, and this was published in an academic journal. Oh my god, it's almost like you can like, write a senior thesis and have that show up in an academic journal, because it's almost can, like our academia academic is anything journals, involving schools. Uh, it's almost like our academic journals are uh, <laughs> largely co-opted by capitalistic interest. Wait, whoa! Oh, it's sorry. like it's almost like uh, what what the fuck was his name that made the article about the conceptual penis thing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. He almost I, exploited disingenuous and I don't remember his name. Predatory. Oh, I'm sorry, Pete Bogosian. That's who yeah, was. Bogosian and uh, the Google guy. Yeah, fucking Games Tim Pool. Yeah, something. Uh, yeah, they almost. They, it's almost like they exploited. The exploitative system in order to make themselves. Huh. It's almost like you could throw money at it and get your name out there. Huh. It's almost like the problem Mm. is. uh, (laughs) Don't you say it, Felicia. God damn it. No, no. 
That's not it at all. This system is fine. Everything's cool. I mean. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's fine. A bunch of people make money off our labor. It's fine. It's fine. No, I mean, that that's completely the way that we've ex- accepted things. We've the- always. Hey, guys, feudalism, way. like, went past, like, the dark ages and continues now. I mean. We've always. I, I hope you're cool with that. <laughs> yeah. So just let that sink in for a moment. Yeah. And it's, it's become <laughs> popular to uh, take everything that we see and try to turn it into some social or political agenda mm-hmm. yeah. and, and we have this whole mindset of uh, critical theory that's there's the oppressed class and the oppressors which really have- but that's literally the two that's sides of Marxist the coin and it's fine i mean you have to be on one side of the coin or the other right i mean they're so terrified of critical theory because critical theory is actually a post-modernist <laughs> Uh, approach to media. Well, as we know, you you can't go into the world and thinking that postmodernism is a uh, an a- accurate way of doing things because that means that the the lipstick that you wear makes your vulvas appear more red, and that that means that uh, you're not allowed to show tits on YouTube, Felicia. I don't know if you've been told that before, but um, yeah, I, I'm Jordan Peterson. Uh, I eat meat raw because that's my daughter's diet saying that I should do that. He has a, a lot of a basis in Marxism, but uh, to, to import all of these things into things that are meant for fun, entertainment, it's just going to corrupt everything and no one will ever be able to say. It's almost like people have read too far into things like with every other form of nerd that exists out there in the world. Like, I love deep dives into Jesus Christ. We understanding. did, Felicia, we did a 45 minute review of Black Panther. We did like an hour long review of Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we read into things a little bit more because we see more than whatever the person that was creating it decided to put out there, only because we as humans try to compartmentalize these things into necessary lessons joy you know yeah the no there, like, there's almost almost like art is something to be engaged with and explored wait 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 what? you're trying to tell me that art is somehow subjective <gasps> no <laughs> it might be just a little bit no. Oh, holy shit. Why the fuck have I have I have we been doing this on YouTube for the last five years? Who even the fuck knows? <laughs> Anything without being a racist or a sexist right. or oh, for whatever is right, yeah. you are. And um we it's just going crazy. But this is this it's is what madness. we see as we start yeah. to drift away from any type of absolute standard, any type of biblical oh, authority where, you guys where have God been complaining can guide about our for the last hundred years. That, that okay. The complaints. I'm done. The Biblical complaints have not shit. changed. The complaints have not changed. And what the Christ is fucking the Bible going to tell me about SpongeBob? The literally, <laughs> the literary analysis has changed. The thing is, is that we keep constantly changing our understanding of the context and the world we live in, and the media that we're presented with, and how these things change, and we keep adapting because. That's what we do as people. No. But their story has stayed the same, like degeneracy. 
fucking women having bodies. Let's approach it this way. You know, I mean, oh, you find racism and everything. Okay, well, let's look at you. You remember the three crows (laughs) from Looney Tunes? Uh, no, the three crows were actually from Dumbo and Disney. Oh, Dumbo! I'm they sorry. were not yeah, the Jim crows. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm actually, getting like children programming. Mixed, actually, yeah. But... So, uh, Warner Brothers, uh, Bugs Bunny actually did engage in a lot of minstrel, uh, minstrelsy cartoons that were really quite racist, and they have actually owned that. Disney has decided that they're just going to ignore all their racism, yeah, which is why. Uh, it's which is funny because on Disney Plus, which came out this week, mm. they have put a like banner thing before the show begins, like with Dumbo and stuff, where they're like, hey, this was from a different time. <laughs> yeah, but they won't release Song of the South, will they? They will no, absolutely not acknowledge not. it. Which is really funny to me because going on, and this is Anaheim only. Sorry, guys. I'm not, I'm not speaking for Disney World. I know Disneyland. Um, Going on the uh, what the fuck is the log flume ride that they have? There? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, Splash Mountain. Splash there you go, yeah. Splash Mountain. Uh, unless you've seen Song of the South, you won't get what any of the fucking characters in mm-hmm. the interstitial stuff is going on. <laughs> My kids are like, I don't understand the Disney reference that they're making here. I'm like, yeah, because you can't find that anywhere, kids. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're burying that shit deep. Now, on the uh, other hand, uh, Disney Plus is fucking awesome, and subscribe. I've been uh, <laughs> binging Gargoyles. Oh, God, it's so good. I miss Gargoyles. It's oh, it's so good. good. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually really interesting. Goddamn. It was the same artist that did Batman the Animated Series, so it's really good. <laughs> uh, it's not on black paper. You can tell it's not on black paper, though. Yeah, but but like Elisa Massa was like one of the first actualized female characters that we had in like TV fucking comic. Uh, ah, I fucking love She's that show. She's also mixed race black. I love it. I love that show. And Demona has a special place in my heart <laughs> for my Demona. furry heart. Demona. Demona. <laughs> she was she was fucking hot. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> Uh, Goliath is most daddy. Oh, you know, Keith David, fucking hell. You know? uh, <laughs> or is it, David, is it David Keith? or No, it's Keith, Keith David. David. And he... he oh, he's so good. He was really good in the thing. People need to go watch that again. God, what a good movie. Divine, are you a lesbian? Yes, I have done everything. Does blood turn you on? It does more than turn me on, Mr. Vader. It makes me come. And more than the sight of it, I love the taste of it. The taste of hot Freshly killed blood. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Uh, Hank Kuhneman, who has heard demonic chatter, uh, this is the guy that will obviously sit in front of other people and say that he's receiving word from God, and he's a grifter. He's a fucking grifter. Mm-hmm. All of these people that are like evangelical Christians are fucking grifters. Anyway, he's got a, a video where he talks about hearing the demonic chatter revealing hell's plan to impeach Trump. You know, it has nothing to do with the fact that the guy's a shit bag. Anyway, I'm going to let it play. So here we go. I, I, I had a vision recently 
where I was in a room with some people and I saw their faces and I'm not permitted to say their faces. What the fuck does that even mean? What? Hey, Felicia, I had a vision and I'm not allowed to speak about what the things that I saw. Um, then why even bring it up? Right? I mean, <laughs> Orzo agrees with us here. Yeah, no, he's, he's on our board. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw uh, there was a demonic, uh, there was a demonic. Uh, uh-uh, baby. Demons Jesus are not letting Christ. you into their meeting. Oh, my God. How? Why does it take you 10 seconds to fucking come up with the shit? You have the ability to hit stop on the record that you're doing here, Hank. You could have scripted this. You yeah. could have started writing this shit ahead of time. Everything that we do on Utah Outcast is everything. It's like reacting real time to stuff that's mm-hmm. going on here. If we really wanted to be like puzzling the thunderstorm kind of people, and we don't, um, mm-hmm. we could write things out ahead of time. We could have joke ready after joke ready after this is joke and that's joke and kind of thing. We're not those people. We're doing this on the fucking fly. So, Hank, you really could have spent like another minute. Instead of spending like 20 seconds searching for your fucking words here. Ritual going on. Mm-hmm. And I saw this figure. I couldn't see who it was, but it was clothed. They were, they were a very dark figure that a spirit was being called up to try to now bring almost like a, a dark horse candidate is the way I could describe it to try to even uh, bring in to the whole mix. Mm-hmm. And I, this is spiritual warfare. Yeah. Look, I've had like 12 beers oh, dear tonight. God. Look, man. And I'm pretty, I'm not drunk because I, I, I know what drunk is. I've had like 12 beers. 12 beers is like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm good to cheers everybody out in the crowd kind of thing. But it's like, like, I'm not able to, I, I'm not enabled to make fun of people like Hank Kuhneman here. How fucking drunk do you have to be as a human being to see this guy and think, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I totally believe whatever it is you're saying here. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. He's talked for 41 seconds now, and I don't know what he's saying. (laughs) I'll give you a hint. He's not saying shit. No! But the thing is, he's making so much more money than your channel and my channel combined. Helps that I'm not making any money. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, we make some, but not enough. <laughs> not as much time as I've been doing this shit every week. Oh, oh, yeah. No, um, <laughs> thing is, it's, uh, it's, there's a lot of money to be made in lying to people. Oh, God. Why aren't it's we doing terrifying. that, Felicia? Why aren't we fucking evangelicals? Why aren't we fucking, because we like... Wanna, we could, because we want to sleep at night. That's why. Yeah, and I like the fact that we do this for fun on Saturdays. Yeah, no, we actually got friends, and we show up, and... (laughs) I was going to throw the word integrity out there, but... (laughs) No, integrity has nothing to do with it. Oh, God, no. (laughs) The fuck is integrity in the capitalist system? (laughs) Fair Fair enough, yeah. No, uh... I, I, okay, he's not wrong. We actually do care about what we spread to people. Then we try our best to be as accurate as possible, but honestly, try that's the best word there. We try, yeah, we try, we try. We're, this is not a show for like 
the most accurate information. No, fu- this is not fucking Sam Cedar <laughs> talking about fucking politics and everything. This is just having a go at every fucking people, everybody that pisses us off this week. That's what Utah Outcast is, is that this is act going, going, going through the week and curating. Well, that fucking annoyed me. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> I send you yep. several. Right. And oh my God, we didn't get around to the guy that the cop that beat up the un, the uh, the quadriplegic, uh, not quadriplegic. He was a no quadruple, quadruple amputee. Quadruple, quadruple and uh, uh, yeah, and fifteen years old. And the what made me feel the worst about this whole thing, Felicia? All cops are bastards. No, it's not even that. It's the fact that I couldn't help but think about making the fucking joke, the easiest fucking joke that you could possibly Don't you make. Do it. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to. I'm sorry, Felicia. You'll have to. I'll get penance later. I understand. I understand. But the thing is, is that most other people didn't make this joke, and I feel like it's dad humor, and I feel like I'm compelled to do so as the fact that I am a dad. Is that why the fuck did the police attack an unarmed man? Now that it's, it's out the there, I'm not, not proud the of that. Joke. I am not proud of that. I'm going to let Hank Kuhneman continue because his shit is worse than my bad dad joke that I made there. No, but the. <laughs> <laughs> all cops are bastards just saying it just saying it that is. and that's what we that's have to understand is you know the enemy is 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 seeking to you know none of the candidates right now uh are are looking like that they can uh evenly match or take out don't believe the polls we know that how many times we're gonna right. learn a lesson from that but i saw well i mean i kind of yeah, agree with you there you're not wrong you're yeah, not don't fucking wrong. pay attention to nate silver what the fuck are you doing guys yeah the polls are <laughs> not great no <laughs> something very demonic uh trying to be uh implemented and trying to be revealed and we need to pray against that but here's the thing i woke up this morning uh to the voice of the lord speaking to me and he said when what <laughs> take antipsychotics if you're hearing voices Please. Okay. Not. I don't Come know on, about the rest of you lies. guys out there. The 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 voice of anything that I hear first thing in the morning is my alarm clock going off saying, "Hey, lazy like shit, a time really to get good up." Really good time to bring up the righteous gemstones. <laughs> and the so, other that the TV other show. The other noise that I hear is saying my brain saying, "Hey, you really need to pee. It's been nine hours. You need to go go fucking pee." Sorry, Felicia. What are you gonna say? Uh, so the righteous gemstones did a shit job on their mission uh they did not address the manipulation the conmanship of this because apparently they don't want to lampoon faith even faith of the millionaires and i feel like that's just the wrong kind of class solidarity like the thing is that the, that what? that show did not address the horrificness of the exploitation of their followers. It could have. It could have been really good, and then it just kind of like decided that wasn't important. And righteous gemstones. Yeah. No. Uh, you had a great chance. You had a great chance to address a huge abuse in our society. And you failed. You fucked up. What I love is that there are fewer and fewer people that are willing to defend billionaires every week Mm -hmm. as we continue on the path that we're on in 2019. 
there's a lot of people that realize are I should say are starting to real are starting to realize that a millionaire versus a billionaire is a just a gigantic fucking error in mm-hmm. what's the word I'm thinking of here? It's um morality. Almost like they shouldn't exist. Right. I mean, I mean, I don't know what to do otherwise except for tax the shit out of them, but uh, gets under the guise of capitalism. But right. anyway, we're going to let uh, Hank and his partner. Mm, small hand going up. <laughs> when you stand on October 30th till the time of Thanksgiving, he said 30 days, and it hit me. That's 30 wow. days. Yeah. He said, listen now to what is being spoken in hell and it it, it kind of shocked me and i jesus christ what the fuck does any of this mean i don't know man i, I don't know it's it all sounds like nonsense morning. to me at this I'm, point i'm gonna let him talk until he talks about demons and then we're gonna joke on that i could hear chatter and i could hear the sounds of of demonic chatter and okay so what g- demonic chatter in regards to what I- i'm gonna let him speak and the Lord said they are calling for November to hell is to be to be declared as the, the November of nonsense. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh so like this entire monologue. <laughs> uh, Pretty much, min- yeah. It took you a minute and 40 seconds to get to that. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Hank, come on, man. You know what? Fuck it. You know what? Next week we're gonna be fucking evangelical Christians. We're gonna make all sorts of money on this shit. We're gonna make so much money. We're gonna make Uh, so much money. We're gonna talk about demonic chatter from the hell as I don't wear my fucking pentagram t-shirt here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And for people that may be wondering, that's an elk and behind it are the seagull lilies, which is... These are just tits. That's it. These are tits also, but you know... (laughs) I can't... Mine are covered in band-aids. I don't have any underboob though. I've got kind of that's not much. I I don't have as much as you do, Felicia. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's just it's, genetics. It's I didn't estrogen. I didn't I did nothing for this. It's just <laughs> genetics. And there's people that are willing to pay a lot of money for those genetics there, Felicia. <laughs> Oh, I hope you assholes appreciate the fact that we're back this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's Hank and him talking about fucking demonic chattering. I have nothing else to add to this. This is Mm-mm. fucking nonsense. I, I'm i done. I'm done. You guys done? Females about be I'm done. I'm done. Well, that about does it. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we. Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, 
get any more of that good sarsaparilla. All right, folks. Well, that does us for us once again this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out there. Or better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything like the following amazing list of people who put up with my one week of being off bullshit. Uh, thank you all so much for that. We have uh, Michael Lundgren. We have Zachary Roche, who has joined us. We have Amber Mulvaney, Becky Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Christopher Ward, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake Chaos, Hopswatch, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Michael Murphy, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Andre Skabinski, uh, Ben Roberts, Bob Simpson, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosities, Susan Schindler, Lorito, and Trickster. And then in the next tier, we have uh, Aaron Painter, Andrew Medina, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Bob Koenig, who hung out with us on the entire Uncut show, which was kind of cool. Cecilia Antonio, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Evans Murphy, Freethinker215, and Waylon Smithers support the National Adoption Center. Make sure you get your Malibu Stacy doll. Uh, Gary Smith, Ian Bond, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Varmentum, Michael Samuda, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Or Toothman, Patrick Neri, Ray Kerfont, Rich Auntie Skeleton, who we're going to have on the show here again pretty soon. Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Ugly German Truths, Ardawin, Angelica Pearson, Brooke Breitenbach, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Joshua Abedi, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Sosh, Stephen Andrews, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph, Matthew James, Michael Lord, and Jazza G. Thank you all so much for the support. I, I really do appreciate it. And I feel bad that I didn't make this episode particularly special for anybody because, God damn it, I hate it when I run out of editing time in the week. And you'd think coming back from a vacation, I would be more rested and ready to do this. No, no, you can never be completely ready for kid a kid that keeps getting out of bed about 300 fucking times a night. I'm losing my mind, people. No, I'm just kidding. She's a good kid. Anyway, before I wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you can't afford to share your love for the show, you know, monetarily, uh, you can show it in so many other ways by finding us on YouTube, subscribing there, or just simply leaving us a review on whatever service you use to catch us. You can always shoot us an email or a text because we're always happy to hear from every one of you. But with that, it's time to bring this episode to a close. Don't remember which number it is, and I apologize for that, but remember, everyone... You're welcome. And I'm sorry for the recycled clips, but that's what you're getting this week. Good night, everyone.
told you what to know. I hate trolls. It's time once again for that amazing. Oh my god, I I missed it. It's been two weeks without people getting to see a comments from trolls video. Uh, this one comes to us first from uh, Riot X420, who says, "Watching you twats." <gasps> oh, dirty. Twats. Okay, is like watching Ken Ham videos. So cringeworthy. I mean, you choose. You chose to watch us. I mean, uh, Felicia's speaking it better than I ever could. There, I mean, she, she really is. I mean, she's she's got more assets to show off than I do. So, super kid friendly. Apparently they're covered by band-aids. Super kid friendly. <laughs> they are. That's gonna hurt to pull that off. That was there was no there was no areola. I'm <laughs> guaranteeing that. I virtual virtual martini is our next commenter. And you don't sound like a martini at all because you're high strung. Uh, this was on a Jesse Lee Peterson video where they said, Happy White History Month, you whiny little baby, uh, beta babies. That's what they said. <laughs> okay. That was in so. July. Uh, Jesse Lee Peterson says that July is White History Month. But, okay. It's Whatever. fucking November, okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> When you sent this, it was probably sometime in October, but still, that's a full three fucking months past when JLP yeah. says his thing. Anyway, also, another one. Every month is White History Month. Have you not been to school? Literally every month. So he continues with another comment, says, I know it's not July, but every month is kind of White History Month when you think about it. Smiley face. Yeah, hun. No, so he's a little self-aware. That's good to know. Maybe he'll come over to the right side eventually. And I, I feel bad that Kyle's not here for this. He was super tired tonight. He had a long night, so... He did. Anchin MG says this comment, and oh my god, Kyle, Felicia and I are just going to have fun with this one. Um, Can you guys be more gay? Oh, honey, <laughs> I can. I, I am like two seconds away from wearing a fucking dildo hat thing that, that goes on this show. Come on, could, could I be more gay? I absolutely could be more gay, Anchin. I really could. I <laughs> just... love women. I love that. I've I... never had experience with dick. I've tugged it to dick. I've tugged it to asshole. I've tugged it to the guy's barebacking other guys. It's just could I be more gay? Abso-fucking-lutely. Oh, what what is your gay. limit? Do you need me to be fucking barebacking somebody in front of you before it's more gay? Uh, I mean, trust me. There's a lot more gay here. Oh, this... We, we, oh my god, we could all be so much more gay on this channel. It's not even funny. <laughs> Next one, we have by Tiamat... 023 underscore 023 and I, this was about Trump and Paula White's mega church idea we put out a video oh, for that God. one okay look we joke around about every religion mm -hmm. I, I don't want to call us like the South Park of like YouTube atheists oh God no 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 but let's just say that every person that exists in a faith system is eventually going to be a target Oh, for sure. Yeah, we have a lot of criticisms for any faith system. So, he said, dude, sorry, full stop. 
Uh, and they put a time code in there. Oh, 58. Episcopalians do not peddle the bullshit that you are referring to. Tiamat, I don't fucking care what Episcopalians believe. If I'm wrong, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> As a matter of fact, they've been pretty vocal about opposing the prosperity bullshit. So? That's a pretty small, like, ass. Episcopalians, evangelicals, prosperity gospel. Honey, we got issues with all of you. And uh, it says, please, if you're going to dabble in, scare quotes, facts, use, quote, facts. I love you guys. I believe in your mission, but please remain honest. Now, Tiamat, I don't understand how you've watched any of our other, uh, of any of our other stuff. And realize we'll come after anybody. And then all of a sudden we cross the line in sand for you with Episcopalians. I don't fucking care about what their faith structure is. I don't care what they believe. I don't care what books they read. I don't even fucking care what they actually think when it comes to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It was the subject of a joke. Take it as a joke and don't take us fucking seriously. Moving on. Okay. Jason Noby... Uh, says, I am an atheist in every sense of the word and have no use for organized religion. But the people on this show are mostly douchebags. <laughs> cool. I I'm glad you think that I'm, a some I'm something that gets inserted into a vagina very often. Because <laughs> like you don't. Ah! <laughs> and especially especially and I'm adding the second especially there because she's having a drink right now that vaping white girl <laughs> she's as fake and as douchey as it gets <laughs> I mean it's it's funny right because I've had Felicia and Kyle each on my channel for an interview and I found both of them fucking delightful <laughs> oh we're honest as shit we're real fucking that. people that's the thing we're this is an act that we put no, on no there's YouTube. no brand here <laughs> God damn it! Like, as fake as what? 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 You are you're you as fake so and as douchey as it gets there. <laughs> there are women who exist like me. I am not the only one. The thing is, I exist. I am real, and I don't vape anymore because. Uh, <laughs> Like, 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 I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. I have been called fake for everything. Like, I am like seeking attention. Yeah, I'm on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What the fuck do you want from us? What do you want from me? I actually think I might be able to tell you what this person's after, at least from you, Felicia. They want you to hang on to your vagina, but not okay. Yeah, they want I'm you to accept. So, um, 
but they want you to hang on to your vagina. But but not do it like that. But do it like that. But don't do it like that. Don't be yeah. sexual. How dare you, woman, be sexual? But also, clearly, you're hot. Fake. I don't know what you want from me. That's fake, I don't Felicia. know what you want. I don't know what the public wants from me. Because I'm just going to keep doing what I want. Yeah. And well, yeah, well, I'm clearly a sexual person. I don't know what... What? Well, I don't know like, public wants from you either, but I mean, like, this dude, you're doing this, and this dude wants you to do this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But like, God, that's it. God forbid you have an opinion on anything. Oh. This guy <laughs> have yeah, Jason Noby. There you go. And that's all we got for comments from trolls this week. Uh, we had a whole week off and not much of anything rolled in. I still How laugh at can you, you can you guys up. can you guys be more gay? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, yes, we fucking can. We can. <laughs> I'm gonna about to change my background to a fucking giant rainbow with the unicorns gay and is shit. Here. We are as gay as it gets, hon. I'm gonna play Erasure in between every fucking clip that we do here. <laughs> We're as gay as it gets. We're so gay. We're so gay. We I'm so proud of my gay. Like, oh, God, I love it. I love women. Like, I love pussy, you gay. I love it. I love it. Me love too, Felicia. I, I, I admit it. I love it. But that's grotesque and disgusting <laughs> and objectifying. But also, it's kind of funny. But you're not sorry. I mean, you're admitting those things, but you're not sorry. <laughs> That's the important I don't know. part. I like women. I don't know. I like men. I've been by guys, like guys and gals. Between. I like every guys and gals and anybody in between. I think what we're trying to get to at the very last moment here that we're doing this this video here is that we're saying, why limit yourself? Why? Life is too short. Sexy times are fun. Bits and bobs are fun. And enjoy. Beautiful. It's and a buffet. It is a fucking but delicious buffet. And you're of... beautiful and wonderful. And I I delight in your existence. Dudes with vaginas, girls with dicks, just fucking enjoy every bit of it, it. you possibly get it. can. Get it. Get it. I don't give it. Get it. I don't give a shit. Fucking enjoy the fact that sex is goddamn sexy is what uh -huh. I'm trying to say. So that's been my fucking like my my whole entire existence for like the last five years of doing this show is that, you know what? Sex is sexy. Sex is sexy. Get enjoy it. that shit. So. <laughs> <sighs> so. For trolls, that's really fucking light load this week, guys. That's really fucking light. Yeah, come on. Do better. Try, try harder. <laughs> and I love the fact that guys like, I love you guys. No, obviously not if you're giving us a hard time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh?
I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.